Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, August 4th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best at what he does. Hire a pro. If you're going to hire, hire the best. If the best is available, and he is, you can call him 317-849-2933. Make an appointment today. If you like the video, hit the like button. Very, very nice of you. Let's talk about sports. Quentin Nelson had his surgery yesterday, but that's not the news about the Indianapolis Colts. The news is, by the way, Quentin Nelson's injury is virtually the same as Carson Wentz's injury, and the surgery was the same. In fact, it was performed at the same time of day. Yesterday, surgery for, or Monday, surgery for Carson Wentz at 4 o'clock. Tuesday, surgery for Quentin Nelson on his foot at 4 o'clock. Today, who's going to have surgery at 4 o'clock? We'll find out at about noon. Uh, Philip Rivers is staying ready. According to Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers has got a good sense of humor. I don't think he's actually staying ready. I don't think he's he's mulling a comeback to the NFL that he wants to play in the NFL. I think he's just having fun with people. I cannot see a scenario where he comes back. So he's going to coach high school football this year. And the Colts are going to be on their own to solve their quarterback problem. Uh, Philip Rivers last year was a real good kind of tourniquet to help keep this thing rolling forward. They finish 11-5. and five. They go to the playoffs, the Colts do. They go to Buffalo. And Phillip Rivers, at the end of the game, two and a half minutes left, about 40 yards to get within Rodrigo Blankenship's range for a field goal, maybe 45 yards. And Phillip Rivers couldn't get it done because his feet don't move and his arm isn't strong. And that's the way it is. And that's the reason he retired. If he thought he could get to a Super Bowl, he'd be back this year. He can't get to a Super Bowl, so he's not back this year. And he wants to coach high school football, so he's going to do that, and he would be available to come back, theoretically, if he's not just having fun with us, sometime in November in all likelihood. It's not going to happen. Colts are going to have to figure out a plan B unless Carson Wentz is ready to go for the opener. If he's ready to go for the opener, you know what? They got their guy. If he's not ready to go for the opener, you got a decision to make. Is it Jacob Eason? 
that you're going to rely upon to put the Colts in a position to win games either early or late. <clears throat> I'm telling you, after six practices, Jacob Eason does not look like that guy. Not at all. The, the problem with Jacob Eason, I think, is a fatal flaw for a quarterback. He is not decisive in the pocket. He doesn't look down the field and, and go through his, his reads and deliver the ball on time and on target. He is not throwing to guys as they come open. He is throwing to guys as they were open and they're about to be covered again. And that's a problem. Alternately, when you see Sam Ellinger back there, Sam Ellinger is very decisive. Now, he doesn't have the arm that Jacob Eason's got, but nobody has the arm that Jacob Eason got, has. He has an absolutely beautiful arm. He throws a wonderful ball, an accurate ball, a ball with velocity, the kind of velocity that Sam Ellinger is never going to have in his life. But Sam Ellinger's velocity is up here, kind of the way Phillip Rivers was. Now, Sam Ellinger throws it harder than Phillip Rivers did, but they process information very, very quickly. They know how to play the quarterback position. I'm not saying that Sam Ellinger is an option as a starter for week one, September 12th at Lucas Oil Stadium. But what I am saying is that what you need up here is evident within Sam Ellinger, and it's just not to this point with Jacob Eason. Will it ever be with Jacob Eason? We'll find out. Maybe you can develop that, but I tend to look at it like developing a shot in basketball. Bad shooters don't become good shooters very often. You know what I mean? You're either a good shooter or you're not. You either process information correctly and, and you find a way to get the ball to where it needs to go on time, or you don't. And I think that that's kind of, that's Jacob Eason's fatal flaw. We've seen it for six practices. I like Jacob Eason. I hope he succeeds. All right. Um, a couple of nice throws yesterday from Eason to Michael Pittman on slants. And, and they were sorted downfield over the middle of the field. A couple of nice throws to Zach Pascoe, who's looked really good. So let's talk about the positives with the Colts. All right. Michael Pittman Jr. has looked good. Zach Pascal has looked really good. Quiddy Pay and Kamoko Ture have looked terrific so far. And so we talked to Brian Baker yesterday. I talked to him about uh, Kamoko Ture says he's explosive. He looks really, really good. Looks 100% full go healthy, and he does. And that Quiddy Pay is picking up the offense, uh, the offensive kind of reads and adjusting at a very high level for a guy who is as new to the NFL as Quiddy Pay is. So that's good. He said, uh, Brian Baker also said that Bobby Okariki is a, a good Mike linebacker where he's calling out the, the rushes, he's calling out the defensive assignments as the Colts come to the line of scrimmage offensively, and he's doing it, uh, doing a really good job of that. So Okariki, faster than Anthony Walker, but not a guy who's going to stick his head into harm's way as readily as Anthony Walker did. So Okariki's going to be better against a pass, probably not as productive against the run. But that's the way it goes. Some guys are good at this and not so good at that. You're not gonna. He ain't gonna be Dick Butkus out there. He ain't gonna be Ray Lewis out there. We know that. We knew that already. I think Julian Blackman has looked good. Jonathan Taylor has looked awesome. Jonathan Taylor is so regularly dynamic that sometimes it's really hard to see him in that light. 
he, he every single rep in every drill or when it's 11 on 11 or 7 on 7 yesterday for staying pads I thought Jonathan Taylor looked awesome and and the running backs do their business do their drill work right in front of us about 10 feet away and watching Taylor he's just different and he looks really good if he stays healthy I think he has an awesome year this year and if Carson Wentz sitting ready to go early He's going to run the ball a lot. He is going to get a lot of carries and a lot of opportunities to stack up a lot of yards. So we'll see what exactly Jonathan Taylor does. Uh, anybody? Sam Ellinger looked pretty good. You know what? Like I said, decisive. Um, Darius Leonard at practice yesterday. No pads. No activity. Mike Chappell brought up a good, a good thing in the media room yesterday. Uh, that if he's Darius Leonard, he didn't play. Until that extension's done, he isn't stepping on the field and doing any kind of activity because there is a lot of money at stake for Darius Leonard. Generational cash at stake for Darius Leonard if an injury should befall him before he signs that extension. Uh, Speaking of generational wealth, Doug McDermott. How about Dougie? Dougie McBuckets, three years, 42 million bucks. This is a guy who took advantage, full advantage, of a situation last year where he was kind of thrust into a prominent role with the Pacers and he responded with his career best year. 13.6 points per game, 3.3 rebounds, looked athletic. He shot the ball well. He defended about as well as you could expect Doug McDermott to do. And and so Dougie gets paid. Through his first seven years in the NBA, he made $32 bucks. That's nothing to sneeze at. But three years, 42, that is getting paid in McBuckets. Uh, the Lakers, they're adding Carmelo Anthony. My God. Do you get an AARP membership as you sign a Lakers contract? They have added six guys age 32 or older. They have a total of 10 players on their roster at 32 or older. Do they have any chance whatsoever to stay healthy in 2021-22? I don't think so. Now, if they can find a way to get healthy for the playoffs and those guys can like summon the ghosts of their former athletic selves, they got a chance. But it's like an old-timers team going out and playing a young man's game. It's going to be fun to see what that looks like. DeMar DeRozan coming to the Bulls in a sign-and-trade. They give up, the Bulls do. Thad Young, uh, uh, Al-Farouk Amino, and a first-round pick to the Spurs, although they don't have a first-rounder to give until 25 or 26, and then two seconds as well. So the Bulls... They're trying to become relevant in the East. We'll see if that comes to pass. The Bulls, the Bulls just, no matter what they try to do, it just doesn't work out the right way, does it? No. You get the feeling that uh, DeMar DeRozan is coming over, you know, for a little bit of the scratch, right? That's what he wants. Um, Cubs lost last night 13-6 to in Colorado. Cubs are terrible right now. They're 51-57 and 57 on the season. The bad news is they're 13 games out of first place. The good news is they're nine and a half ahead of the, uh, uh, of the Pirates. Jaden Ivey projected in a mock draft that I saw going number five overall, leaving Purdue and, and going number five in the NBA draft. And you know what? Trace Jackson Davis not in that mock draft uh, that ran only one round. We'll see what happens this year. I think Mike Woodson is going to find a way to get uh, Trace Jackson Davis's stock elevated. It's important that he do that. It's important that he shows 
that he's able to develop NBA players and make guys money if they come to Indiana University. And I think that he is going to marshal all resources toward that end. Let's celebrate some birthdays. Shall we? The great Tom Rose celebrating a birthday. Love Tom Rose. The great Bill Albrecht celebrating a birthday. The world's only Montreal Expos, uh, uh, surviving Montreal Expos fan. Uh, the great Molly Ludlow. Happy birthday to Molly. Uh, Scott Watson. Happy birthday. The great, a, a great Scott Watson, my goodness. The great Pat Sullivan. One of the world's greatest entrepreneurs. Pat has done wonderful work building a, a string of hardware stores in Indianapolis where if you've got a problem and you need a solution, Pat Sullivan is the guy to go with that problem because he will have that solution. And then Ron Cade, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Ronnie. If today's your birthday, celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest and specific compliment today inside Indiana Sports. Now, a little bit later today, we're going to talk about the Colts. It's all about the Colts. Is Philip Rivers really serious about trying to come back uh, just seven months after he retired? I don't think so. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.